My name is Shannon Davis, and we're broadcasting live Monday, August 14, 2023, from the island of Bali, Indonesia, which is my home base now for the last seven years. And uh, we have all of our paperwork in order, should the Lord tell us to pack our bags and go. So we're here until further instruction, but uh, representing in a place of extreme darkness. Beautiful people here, God's creation, but there's over 35,000 temples, altars, and shrines to devils. And we're right here smack dab at it. Uh, But in darkness, the light of Jesus Christ shines brightly. Amen? So we hope to be reflectors for Jesus Christ and his love. He loves the people here of Indonesia. And uh, we're honored to have this opportunity to be here. Okay. We're going to pick back up where we left off last time on Speak My Word. And we're going to be in Genesis chapter 42. 42. And where we left off, Joseph has been lifted up out of prison by Pharaoh and made number two in Egypt. He's correctly interpreted the dreams that the Pharaoh had, which is a warning from God, Yahovah, that uh, a dearth was going to come on the land, not only in Egypt, but surrounding areas and maybe across the globe. And they were to store corn. In the seven years of plenty that God was going to give them, for the famine, excuse me, the uh, the dearth, you know, the famine that would ensue afterwards, probably lack of rain, right? Okay, we're going to pick up there. Let's open up in prayer. Father Yehovah. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for this opportunity to come together once again to speak your word. We invite the Holy Spirit to come, the Ruach HaKodesh. Holy Spirit of God, we ask that you would illuminate your scriptures for us. Teach us your word. Give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Show us things that we know not, Father God, as you have challenged us. 
Ask of me, and I will show you things that you know not. We're taking you up on that offer. Help us, Scott. Bless everyone that is tuning in. We also, in the name of Jesus, bind every demonic force that would try to stop people from getting here or tuning in. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Genesis chapter 42. Here we go. Now when Jacob saw that there was corn in Egypt, Jacob said unto his sons, Why do ye look one upon another? And he said, Behold, I have heard that there is corn in Egypt. Get you down thither and buy for us from thence, that we may live and not die. And Joseph's ten brethren went down to buy corn in Egypt. So there were twelve brothers. Joseph, of course, is in Egypt, leaves eleven, and Jacob renamed Israel by God sends ten of his eleven remaining sons. He's going to keep Benjamin behind. He sends ten brethren to buy corn in Egypt. But Benjamin, Joseph's brother, Jacob sat not with his brethren, for he said, unless peradventure mischief befall him. And the sons of Israel came to buy corn. I had always thought it was wheat, uh, but it's corn. Came to buy corn among those that came for the famine was in the land of Canaan and Joseph was the governor over the land and he it was that sold to all the people of the land and Joseph's brethren came and bowed down themselves before him with their faces to the earth and Joseph saw his brethren and he knew them but made himself strange unto them and spake roughly unto them and he said unto them whence come ye and they said from the land of Canaan to buy food and Joseph knew his brethren but they knew not him they didn't recognize him number one they were they weren't expecting to see him the last time they had seen him is when they had lowered him down into a pit a few years earlier and they'd never heard from him again and this would be the last place they expected their brother to be sitting on a throne as the governor of the land number two in Egypt and um, there's been some great movies uh, done in Hollywood on Joseph there's a particularly a good one that has a uh, actor that goes by the name Ben something and uh when they get to this scene, they have Joseph painted up in Egyptian face paint, so that may have been what was going on here. Okay. Joseph knew his brethren, but they knew not him. They didn't recognize him. And Joseph remembered the dreams which he dreamed of them, and said unto them, Ye are spies, to see the nakedness of the land ye are come. And they said to him, Nay, my Lord, but to buy food are thy servants come. We are all one man's sons. We are true men. Thy servants are no spies. And Joseph said unto them, Nay, but to see the nakedness of the land ye are come. 
And they said, Thy servants are twelve brethren, the sons of one man in the land of Canaan. And behold, the youngest is this day with our father, and one is not. And Joseph said unto them, That is it that I spake unto you, saying, Ye are spies. Hereby ye shall be proved. By the life of Pharaoh, ye shall not go forth hence, except your youngest brother come here. Send one of you, and let him fetch your brother. And ye shall be kept in prison, that your words may be proved, whether there be any truth in you, or else by the life of Pharaoh, surely ye are spies. And he put them all together into ward three days. And Joseph said unto them the third day, This do and live, for I fear God. If you be true men, let one of your brethren be bound in the house of your prison. Go ye, carry corn for the famine of your houses. But bring your youngest brother unto me. So shall your words be verified, and ye shall not die. And they did so. Of course, Joseph knew what he was doing. And he didn't think they were spies, but they don't know that. And so he's going to release all but one. And they are to go back and bring back Benjamin. Again, but bring your youngest brother unto me, so shall your words be verified, and ye shall not die. And they did so. They said one to another, We are verily guilty concerning our brother, and that we saw the anguish of his soul when he besought us, and we would not hear. Therefore is this distress come upon us. And Reuben answered them, saying, Spake I not unto you, saying, Do not sin against the child, and ye would not hear? Therefore, behold, also his blood is required. And they knew not that Joseph understood them, for he spake unto them by an interpreter. So, he didn't speak Hebrew to his brothers. He spoke by an interpreter. He was speaking, I'm I'm sure, Egyptian, which they didn't understand, and they don't know that he speaks Hebrew, so he's listening to everything they're saying. And they knew not that Joseph understood them, for he spake unto them by an interpreter. And he turned himself about from them and wept and returned to them again and communed with them and took from them Simeon and bound him before their eyes. Then Joseph commanded to fill their sacks with corn and to restore every man's money into his sack and to give them provision for the way. And thus did he unto them. And they laded their asses with the corn, and departed thence. And as one of them opened his sack to give his ass provender, in the end, he espied his money. For behold, it was in his sack's mouth. And he said unto his brethren, My money is restored, and lo, it is even in my sack. And their heart filled them, and they were afraid, saying one to another, What is this that God hath done unto us? And they came unto Jacob their father, unto the land of Canaan, and told him all that befell unto them, saying, The man who is the Lord of the land spake roughly to us, and took us for spies of the country. And we said to him, We are true men, we are no spies. We be twelve brethren, 
sons of our father, one is not. And the youngest is this day with our father in the land of Canaan. And the man, the lord of the country, said unto us, Hereby shall I know that ye are true men. Leave one of your brethren here with me, and take food for the famine of your households, and be gone. And bring your youngest brother unto me. Then shall I know that ye are no spies, but that ye are true men. So I deliver you your brother, and ye shall traffic in the land. Came to pass, as they emptied their sacks, that behold, every man's bundle of money was in his sack. And when both they and their father saw the bundles of money, they were afraid. And Jacob their father said unto them, Me have ye bereaved of my children. Joseph is not, and Simeon is not. And ye will take Benjamin away? All these things are against me. And Reuben spake unto his father, saying, Slay my two sons, if I bring him not to thee. Deliver him into my hand, and I will bring him to thee again. And he said, My son shall not go down with you, for his brother is dead, and he is left alone. If mischief befall him by the way, in the way in which ye go, then shall ye bring down my gray hairs with sorrow to the grave. And the famine was sore in the land. There was a dearth. There was no water, apparently. Land was scorched. There were no crops coming in. All people had was the opportunity potentially to go over and buy corn in Egypt. But that took money. What happens when your money is gone? Well, we'll find out. came to pass when they had eaten up the corn which they had brought out of Egypt. Their father said unto them, Go again, buy us a little food. And Judah spake unto him, saying, The man did solemnly protest unto us, saying, Ye shall not see my face, except your brother be with you. If thou wilt send our brother with us, we will go down and buy thee food. But if thou wilt not send him, we will not go down. For the man said unto us, Ye shall not see my face, except your brother be with you. And Israel said, Wherefore dealt ye so ill with me, as to tell the man whether ye had yet a brother? And they said, The man asked us straightly of our state, and of our kindred, saying, Is your father yet alive? Have ye another brother? And we told him according to the tenor of these words. Could we certainly know that he would say, Bring your brother down? And Judah said unto Israel his father, Send the lad with me, and we will rise and go, that we may live and not die, both we and thou and also our little ones. I will be surety for him. Of my hand shalt thou require him. If I bring him not unto thee, and set him before thee, then let me bear the blame forever. For except we had lingered, surely now we would have returned this second time. And their father Israel said unto them, If it must be so now, do this. Take of the best fruits in the land in your vessels, and carry down the man a present, a little balm 
and a little honey, spices and myrrh, nuts and almonds. And take double money in your hand. The money that was brought again in the mouth of your sex, carry it again in your hand. Peradventure it was an oversight. Take also your brother and arise, go again unto the man. And God Almighty give you mercy before the man that he may send away your other brother and Benjamin. If I be bereaved of my children, I am bereaved. The men took that present, and they took double money in their hand, and Benjamin, and rose up and went down to Egypt, and stood before Joseph. And when Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to the ruler of his house, Bring these men home, and slay and make ready for these men shall dine with me at noon and the man did as Joseph bade and the man brought the the men into Joseph's house so the brothers have made it back to Egypt they've stood before Joseph they still don't know that that's their brother and He's going to have a feast for him. Again, and the man did as Joseph bade, and the man brought the men, his brothers, into Joseph's house. And the men were afraid because they were brought into Joseph's house, and they said, because of the money that was returned in our sacks at the first time, are we brought in, that he may seek occasion against us and fall upon us and take us for bondmen and our asses. And they came near to the steward of Joseph's house. And they communed with him at the door of the house. He said, O sir, we came indeed down at the first time to buy food. And it came to pass when we came to the inn that we opened our sacks, and behold, every man's money was in the mouth of his sack. Our money is full weight. And we have brought it again in our hand. And other money have we brought down in our hands to buy food. We cannot tell who put our money in our sacks. And he said, Peace be to you. Fear not. Your God and the God of your father hath given you treasure in your sacks. I had your money. And he brought Simeon out unto them. And the man brought the men into Joseph's house and gave them water. And they washed their feet. And he gave their asses provender. So, of course, you'd be walking in sandals back then. Many people walk in sandals today in places like Bali. And uh, you don't walk with your sandals into a house. Not then and not now. Uh, Or that's considered rude, especially here in Asia. Of course, in in the West, you know, I wasn't raised that way. We just come right in with our tennis shoes, our shoes, track in the house, go across the carpet, just walk around the house. But it's a little bit barbaric when you really stop to think about it. What's on the bottom of our shoes and we track into our house. And when you go to a a place like Asia, uh, you must take your shoes off at the front front door. Or at least when you come in right at the door. And um, if you don't, that's rude. Don't tell them what you've stepped on out in the street. God forbid you lived in Tijuana, a.k.a. TJ, like I did for a year. And uh, I'd always had to be stepping over dog doo-doo. It'd be everywhere. 
and you know once in a while you're you're gonna miss it you get it on your shoe or some other dirt or you know whatever and you're bringing it in think about it and uh, so understand and if you're wearing sandals flip-flops and you're in you're some dusty terrain you've been traveling you're going to get your feet dirty so on top of going in barefoot you got to wash your feet otherwise you could track in black stuff on the bottom of your feet Jeremiah and Judah they wear flip-flops except for school you know and um, sometimes they'll jump out of the car and be walking and I look at the bottom of the feet they're black I'm thinking, dear Lord, boys, let's get you in the shower, clean your feet. But that's the way they did it. They came in barefooted. They gave them water. They washed their feet. That's what you do, right, if you got dirty feet? And he gave their asses provender. So their donkeys, uh, they were given some food. And they made ready the present against Joseph came at noon for they heard that they should eat bread there and when Joseph came home they brought him the present which was in their hand into the house and bowed themselves to him to the earth and he asked them of their welfare and said is your father well the old man of whom ye spake is he yet alive and they answered thy servant our father is in good health he is yet alive And they bowed down their heads and made obeisance. And he lifted up his eyes, Joseph, and saw his brother Benjamin, his mother's son, and said, Is this your younger brother of whom ye spake unto me? And he said, God be gracious unto thee, my son. Now again, if you're not accustomed to reading the King James Bible or it was never explained to you like it was really never explained to me I only learned this recently past few years that there is a reason for the these, the thys, the thous, the yees a very good reason it's not that you're reading some kind of archaic very ancient language and it's mocked by many people they do so out of ignorance there's a very good reason for some of these pronouns to be inserted because as Robert was talking about earlier you know the Bible didn't come to us in English Uh, the Old Testament was written primarily in Hebrew and to the Jews were given the job of making sure that the oracles of God the word of God the Old Testament was preserved and they did a good job of it so it's primarily Hebrew some Aramaic it said of course the New Testament in all likelihood was penned in Greek there has been some recent debate uh, could there be an underlying text in Hebrew well it's possible but there's still not enough proof to uh, evidence to prove that although there are existing copies of many of the books or partial fragments of the New Testament in the Hebrew like Matthew for example there's almost a complete Hebrew copy that'd be interesting if it was originally in Hebrew and put in Greek but in all likelihood probably in Greek 
But the bottom line here is in these other languages, like Greek, words can have a singular or plural meaning. So naturally, if you're going to translate from the, the Greek New Testament into English, you want an accurate translation, right? So what are you going to do when you've got words that can have singular or plural you're going to have to be exact. If you want an exact translation, use an exact pronoun. So when you see the ye, that is plural. The t's are singular. The thee, the thy, the thou. It's not just, it's not someone trying to, you know, use flower, flowery words or always, you know, indicating the creator. It's a singular plural function. And once you understand that, then it makes sense. Otherwise, uh, you really don't know who the audience is they're talking about if you are not able to break it down into that detail. Is it a person or is it a group? So when you see some of these pronouns, it's for that reason, to have an accurate, correct transmission from the Greek into the English. And they answered thy servant that's an individual our father is in good health he is yet alive and they bowed down their heads and made obeisance and he lifted up his eyes and saw his brother Benjamin his mother's son and said is this your younger brother of whom ye now that's a plural talking about the whole group t is singular ye is plural again Uh, y is plural of whom ye spake unto me and he said God be gracious unto thee now he's talking about one person my son talking about Benjamin and Joseph made haste for his bowels did yearn upon his brother and he sought where to weep he was just going to break down and cry and he had to do it in private he wasn't ready to reveal himself yet And he entered into his chamber and wept there. And he washed his face and went out and refrained himself and said, Set on bread. Let's eat. And they set on for him by himself and for them by themselves and for the Egyptians, which did eat with him by themselves because the Egyptians might not eat bread with the Hebrews for this is an abomination to the Egyptians apparently they looked at the Hebrews as being heathen the Egyptians did and they set before him the firstborn according to his birthright and the youngest according to his youth and the men marveled one at another I mean they're like what's going on here you know, we, we thought the you know, hammer's about to come down and he's treating us so so kindly. And he took and sent messes unto them from before him. But Benjamin's mess, in other words, his portion was five times so much as any of theirs. And they drank and were merry with him. And Joseph commanded the steward of his house, saying, Fill the men's sacks with food, as much as they can carry, and put every man's money in his sack's mouth put my cup the silver cup 
in the sack's mouth of the youngest and his corn money. And he did according to the word that Joseph had spoken. As soon as the morning was light, the men were sent away, they and their asses. They're going home. And when they were gone out of the city, and not yet far off, Joseph said unto his steward, Up, follow after the men, and when thou dost overtake them, say unto them, Wherefore have ye, again talking about all of them, rewarded evil for good? Is not this it, in which my Lord drinketh? And whereby indeed he divineth? Ye have done evil in so doing. So Joseph has set him up for a strategic reason. If he didn't do this, he may have never seen them again. Unless he's looking for him, He's going to make sure that he's going to see them again and the father. So the servant overtook them and spake unto them these same words. And they said to him, Wherefore saith my Lord these words? God forbid that thy servant should do according to this thing. Because they're being charged with having stolen uh, some of Joseph's items when they were eating with him. Behold the money which we found in our sack's mouth. We brought again unto thee out of the land of Canaan. How then should we steal out of thy Lord's house silver or gold? With whomsoever of thy servants it be found, but both let him die, and we also will be my Lord's bondsmen. And he said, Now also let it be according unto your words. He with whom it is found shall be my servant, and ye shall be blameless. Then they speedily took down every man his sack to the ground, and opened every man his sack. And he searched and began at the eldest, and left at the youngest, and the cup that was belonged to Joseph, number two in Israel, uh, Egypt, was found in Benjamin's sack, the youngest. Then they rent their clothes and laded every man his ass and returned to the city. And Judah and his brethren came to Joseph's house, for he was yet there, and they fell before him on the ground. And Joseph said unto them, What deed is this that ye have done? What ye not that such a man as I can certainly divine? In other words, you take me for a fool? You think you could do something like this and not get caught? And Judah said, What shall we say unto my Lord? What shall we speak? Or how shall we clear ourselves? God hath found out the iniquity of thy servants. Behold, we are my Lord's servants, both we and he also with whom the cup is found. And he said, God forbid that I should do so. But the man in whose hand the cup is found, he shall be my servant. And as for you, get you up in peace unto your father. So Joseph is said to them, they still don't know that he is their brother. I'm going to take the one who took my cup, your youngest brother Benjamin. Y'all go back home to your father in peace. Then Judah came near unto him and said, O my Lord, let thy servant, I pray thee, speak a word in my Lord's ears, and let not thy anger burn against thy servant. For thou art even as Pharaoh. My Lord asked his servants, saying, Have ye a father or a brother? And we said unto my Lord, We have a father, an old man, 
and a child of his old age, a little one, and his brother is dead, and he alone is left of his mother, and his father loves him. And thou said unto thy servants, Bring him down unto me, that I may set my eyes upon him. And we said unto my Lord, The lad cannot leave his father, for if he should leave his father, his father would die. And thou said unto thy servants, Except your youngest brother come down with you, you shall no more see my face. You shall see my face no more, rather. And it came to pass, when we came unto thy servant, thy, my father, we told him the words of my Lord. And our father said, Go again, and buy us some little food. And we said, We cannot go down, for our youngest brother be with us. Then we will go down, for we may not see the man's face except our youngest brother be with us. And thy servant, my father, said unto us, Ye know that my wife bare me two sons. And the one went out from me, and I said, Surely he is torn in pieces, and I saw him not since. And if ye take this also from me, talking about Benjamin, and mischief befall him, ye shall bring down my gray hairs with sorrow to the grave. Now therefore, when I come to thy servant, my father, and the lad be not with us, seeing that his life is bound up in the lad's life. It shall come to pass, when he seeth that the lad is not with us, that he will die. And thy servant shall bring down the gray hairs of thy servant, our father, with sorrow to the grave. Though the word is dead, he'll just probably die of a heart attack. Can't take it. To have lost his two sons. For thy servant became surety for the lad unto my father, saying, If I bring him not unto thee, then I shall bear the blame to my father forever. Now therefore I pray thee, let thy servant abide instead of the lad, a bondman to my lord, and let the lad go up with his brethren. For how shall I go up to my father, and the lad be not with me? Lest peradventure I see the evil that shall come on my father. Then Joseph could not refrain himself before all them that stood by him, and he cried, Cause every man to go out from me. And there stood no man with him, while Joseph made himself known unto his brethren. And he wept aloud, and the Egyptians and the house of Pharaoh heard. And Joseph said unto his brethren, I am Joseph. Doth my father yet live? And his brethren could not answer him, for they were troubled at his presence. They were just stunned. And Joseph said unto his brethren, Come near to me, I pray you. And they came near. And he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom ye, talking about the whole group, sold into Egypt. Now therefore be not grieved, nor angry with yourselves, that ye sold me hither, for God did send me before you to preserve life. For these two years hath the famine been in the land. And yet there are five years in the which there shall neither be earring nor harvest. They're just two years into the famine. They've got five to go. God sent me before you to preserve you a posterity in the earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance 
I'm going to entitle tonight God's Great Plan of Deliverance. So now, verse 8, It was not you that sent me here, but God. And he hath made me a father to Pharaoh, and lord of all his house, and a ruler throughout all the land of Egypt. Haste ye, hurry up, go up to my father, and say unto him, Thus saith thy son Joseph, God hath made me lord of all Egypt. Come down unto me, tarry not. And thou shalt dwell in the land of Goshen, and thou shalt be near unto me, thou and thy children, and thy children's children, and thy flocks and thy herds, and all that thou hast. And there will I nourish thee, for yet there are five years of famine, lest you and thy household and all that thou hast come to poverty. And behold, your eyes see, and the eyes of my brother Benjamin, that it is my mouth that speaketh unto you. And ye shall tell my father of all my glory in Egypt, and of all that ye have seen, and ye shall haste and bring down my father here. And he fell upon his brother Benjamin's neck and wept. And Benjamin wept upon his neck. Moreover, he kissed all his brethren and wept upon them. And after that, his brethren talked with him. And the fame thereof was heard in Pharaoh's house, saying, Joseph's brethren are come. And it pleased Pharaoh well and his servants. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, Say unto thy brethren, This do ye. Laid your beast, and go, get you unto the land of Canaan. And take your father and your households, and come unto me. And I will give you the good of the land of Egypt, and ye shall eat the fat of the land. Now thou art commanded, this do ye. Take your wagons out of the land of Egypt, for your little ones and your wives, and bring your father and come. Also regard not your stuff, for the good of all the land of Egypt is yours. And the children of Israel did so, and Joseph gave them wagons, according to the commandment of Pharaoh, and gave them provision for their way. To all of them he gave each man changes of raiment, but to Benjamin he gave three hundred pieces of silver and five changes of raiment. To his father he sent after this manner ten asses laden with the good things of Egypt and ten she-asses laden with corn and bread and meat for his father by the way. And he sent his brethren away and they departed. And he said unto them, See that ye fall not out by the way. And they went up out of Egypt and came into the land of Canaan unto Jacob their father and told him, saying, Joseph is yet alive and he is governor over all the land of Egypt. And Jacob's heart fainted for he believed them not. And they told him all the words of Joseph which he had said unto them. And when he saw the wagons which Joseph had sent to carry him, the spirit of Jacob their father revived. And Israel said, It is enough. Joseph, my son, is yet alive. I will go 
and see him before I die. Okay, we're going to stop there. We didn't do bad. Three chapters. Let's just pray. Father, Yehovah, we thank you that you have a great plan of deliverance even for us tonight, today, tuning in. Thank you for the opportunity to speak your word. Bless the hear. God, guide and direct all of our steps. Have your way. We plead the blood of Jesus over everybody tuned in today. In our families, surround us with your warrior angels. Loose your ministering healing angels to those that are sick, including my family, that they be healed tonight in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The story's not done. We're going to uh, pick back up tomorrow with chapter 46 and continue to read a story and then I'll make some comments on a parallel that I saw during COVID-19 here on the island that I live on. Okay. I want to thank all of you for tuning in. Love you all. I'm going to work on uh, getting these up pretty quickly and uh, hope to see you again tomorrow, same time, 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. If you'd like to learn more about the broadcast and how you can get the archives, etc., go to my website, omegamanradio.com. I want to thank those that have supported us in prayer and finances to allow us to keep going. Could not do it without your help, and I want to thank all of you. God give you great fruit. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.